Good afternoon, bon midi and prahanda. My name is Steve Baker and welcome to the first ever Lockdown Confessionals where each week I will be talking lockdown and I will have a guest with me, whether it's either friends or family. And as it's the first ever episode, today's guest is, uh, well, me. So, hello me. How are you today, me? Well, I am good, me. Obviously, I'm not going to be asking myself questions like this, because obviously that will be slightly weird. And also, I do like to apologise for my voice. I've never done podcasting before, ever. So, um, do excuse me. Uh, Like I said, this is uncut, this is unfiltered, unscripted, anything that you could put the word un in front, unimagined, unplanned, uh, well, this podcast, I mean, um, but yeah, this is me doing my first ever podcast, talking about lockdown life before life slowly gets back to normal. Now, the past, well, nearly three months, Jesus Christ. I've never experienced anything like this, you know, um, when, well, cast your mind back to 2019, you know, you're just finishing Christmas, you're just about to prepare for a new decade, and you're about two months through, and boom, you, there's this pan, there's this pandemic, there's this really severe illness that has well killed at least hundreds of thousands of of people and it's 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 really shocking because when we first heard of this we thought it was just a virus in china like the whole ebola in Africa, you know, it's just going to be one of those small little viruses that could kill people and it won't spread to other countries, and I was wrong, because hundreds of countries have not got it, hundreds of thousands of people have died because of it, and it got to March this year, where Boris Johnson has said, right, to stop the disease from spreading, we have to enforce lockdown rules. So, all pubs and clubs will be closed, all schools will be closed, all businesses, well, not all businesses, but only non-essential businesses will be closed, and you're only allowed out for essential shopping only. And you're only allowed to buy a certain amount of stuff. You can only... Only you, yourself, can leave the house. You can't go out with more than two people. It was it was horrible. It was like living in solitary confinement. And just watching the days turn to weeks. Weeks turn to months. And I turned 30 this year. I turned 30 back in April and it was it was a big birthday for me it was supposed to be a big birthday for me I was supposed to go out and enjoy it with my friends and my family and unfortunately I couldn't do that and that was really really hard you know um 
obviously I, I live away from my mum. Uh, we, we, you know, we both live in the same county, but we, we live in different towns. So it was really difficult trying to see her. And she's, she's disabled and she is also severely ill. She has COPD, bless her. So anyone with COPD, uh, you know, or, or asthma or with any illness that comes into contact with the COVID-19, they are seriously at risk because it affects their lungs, it affects their breathing, and, well, uh, to be honest, I don't want to think the worst, you know, but you can see where I'm going with this. So, um, again, going back to March of this year, um, We've been told that, unfortunately, that everything had to close. I now didn't have a job. Some people had to be let go. Uh, and then the government came up with a furlough scheme, where basically you are paid only 80% of your wages, and 20% had to be uh, obviously kept for government reasons. And... Um, I'm not saying who I work for because a lot of people have kicked off uh, because of what was said. But I am like thousands of other people around the country who is on the furlough scheme. So we just basically get paid for sitting on our asses. Uh, which, which is alright. And um, so... Yeah, go go back to March of this year. It was just really, really horrible. Um, I, I live with my partner, who is a carer. So she works in the care industry. She is a key worker, and she has been working her little ass off for the past three months. So, you know, this has been really, really hard for her. They had to obviously step up their game to make sure that everything is protected from that virus nothing comes in and nothing leaves without well just making sure that everything is clean uh they they you know no no visitors or you know make sure ppe has to be worn that that kind of thing and it's with her constantly working every day some, some days have been hard and it has put a strain well, wouldn't say a strain on our relationship sometimes you know she works 60 hours a week so she's like tired when she gets home and she's asthmatic herself so obviously with this going on with her asthma you never know when she's gonna get it but you know as she's a key worker also you know, she, you know, she, she wants to work, she, you know, she, she has, you know, she, she doesn't have to work, she, she wants to work, so, um, but anyways, this podcast here is about my life through lockdown, and the first week or so was a bit hard, because I'd wake up, and I felt like I was unemployed 
Now, I have been unemployed before. I have been on that, you know, whole job seekers thing. And that was because of my mistake and my mistake only. And I made a lot of mistakes growing up, you know. So it just basically felt that I was back to square one. I had no job. And it, it, it was hard. It was difficult. And then as the week slowly went by, I was just slowly going around the bend. You know, I I felt alone. You know, I didn't have family because we were all living in different towns so we couldn't see each other. I didn't have friends again, you know, living in different towns couldn't see each other um i'm also part of a carnival club as well so that brought a massive halt to uh carnival planning for this year um festivals were cancelled concerts were cancelled uh a lot of sports were cancelled as well so scrolling for the tv i was just like jesus fucking christ there's there's nothing on there really was nothing on. I must have looked at Netflix and just thought, nah, fuck this. And just restarted half my games uh, on my PS4. And I thought, this is really boring. I must have completed the story about 20 fucking times. It's just... <sighs> but then as the weeks progressed, you know, I, I did... You know, some days were good, some days were bad. And then my birthday came along. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, my birthday came along and, yeah, the house was all decorated for me, you know, with balloons, even though I don't like balloons. I have a fear of balloons. It sounds incredibly stupid, but I have a fear of balloons. It's it's it's. <laughs> All right. I do apologise if you heard that in the background. Um, I actually have the window open. I'm actually recording this in my bedroom. Um, so it's absolutely, it's a nice beautiful day out there, well, sort of, um, and everyone's probably been saying, oh, it's too hot, it's summer, get used to it, but, yeah, this is, also, yeah, what I also noticed as well, like, uh, during lockdown, um, where Boris is like, oh, you can't go outside, you look out the window, it's like, clear blue sky, clear blue sky, really warm you really want to go out and you can't just in case you go out and as soon as you step that foot out the door you know fucking police are coming what are you doing outside oh just open the door right back in no you're not allowed out and also as we have a dog as well um if you're living in a household the rules were only one person per household could take that dog out and if my partner was in work 
only I was allowed to take the dog out. And you're only allowed to take the dog out once. So this poor dog is, like, wanting to go out for walks constantly. And I'm just like, well, I'm sorry. You're only allowed to go for one walk a day. So, I mean, obviously, I take him outside the front door so you can have a pee. But literally, I am taking him for, like, one walk a day. Whilst my poor uh, fiancé is uh, working 60 hours a week. Whereas now it's a lot different. I mean, she's still working 60 hours a week. But now, with like with the whole restrictions and everything, I can now take the dog out for as many times as I want. You know, I can go for two walks a day, three walks a day, ten walks a day. Obviously, with the weather that it is right now, I'm not going to do that. Because it's very hot for the dogs, and dogs can burn their paws. So, I'm not going to risk burning their paws, because I want to go out for a walk. Anyways... Um, this isn't about dogs, by the way. This is mainly about lockdown and how it's been affecting people. Now, uh, this this episode, again, um, as I am the first person to be on this episode, um, I also want to hear from you guys and how lockdown has been affecting you. Um, if you're due to get married this year, and um, obviously weddings, unfortunately, have been cancelled, I want to hear stories from you and how it's been affecting you guys like physically how it's been affecting you guys mentally um i also want to hear stories uh festival goers concert goers people who have paid a shit ton of money to go see some awesome bands but unfortunately that's gone to pop um because i believe there were some great concerts uh this year uh there was my chemical romance uh announced ramstein uh, Green Day, Weezer, Fallout Boy, um, obviously Download Festival, Reading and Leeds, Glastonbury, as well, because it's like seven, 75, 75 years, I believe, since Glastonbury started. I think someone might need to correct me on that one. Um, Slam Dunk Festival as well, I actually wanted to go to that. Then they decided, they, <laughs> they decided to reschedule that for September again. Due to the whole social distancing laws, they couldn't really work that one out. So, again, that's been cancelled. Um, anyone who's got tickets, obviously, uh, most of them have said that the if you have tickets for this year's events, they will be taken for next year. Um, <clears throat> obviously, cinemas have been closed, so you can't watch the latest films. So, um, and I don't think there was really any big films out this year and we see now that uh star wars saga has ended um the marvel universe has kind of closed a little bit um if you like frozen yay frozen that that's that's uh that's that's my personal opinion i hate frozen i'm sorry but those songs really really annoy me um anyways so going shopping during lockdown oh my christ it was like even before the whole pandemic began everyone was all panicked buying like tins of vegetables tins of soup bread nappies wet wipes and then you got some really stupid dumbass people really selfish ignorant people trying to flog Bread, toilet roll, nappies, toilet rolls, 
um, lady personal things on Facebook for like 80 to 100 pound. Like, how stupid and selfish and ignorant can you people get? Because you want to make a profit by taking loads and loads of items, clearing shelves, stick them in three trolleys for you and your 27 fucking kids, not giving a hoot about people who, you know, don't, who are literally practically living off the breadline, you know, who, who grew up with nothing and literally have to scratch and claw, not steal, but just basically scratch and claw and find every penny, squeeze every penny. Because, you know, fucking Karen and her seven kids, Sharni, Sharnel, Shamis and Cody, Codaline and... I, I don't fucking know, but, you know, trying to buy fucking 50 packs of Huggies and then lobbing them off for about 50 quid a pack. No, fuck off. Seriously. I mean, I'm actually getting quite angry now. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have any kids personally, but I I know family members who have little kids. I know friends who have little kids. And I, I've, I've, I've seen emotional statuses because they are living off, the, you know, living off the breadline, trying to get food for their kids. And they couldn't. Because people panic by... I mean, toilet roll. Toilet roll. Why the fucking hell are you panic buying toilet roll? COVID-19 is mainly, like, affecting your lungs. I mean, if you're breathing out your fucking arse, then you've, you've got issues. I mean, I've heard people talk shit out of their ass, so I'm guessing if all the other, you know, lung lung functions and everything else is stuffed up there, then yeah, fine, get a pack of Andrex, I will shove it up your ass for you. But no, stop being selfish, stop being ignorant, and learn to fucking share. Um, but then when supermarkets start putting restrictions on things, that's when it started to cause not not riots like you know i'll get to that bit in a minute but you know you, you know you know black black friday shopping i don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore um but during november everyone just rushes to the shop and just buy a shitload of items because it's cheap and it basically felt that this whole panic buying, pandemic buying, was like Black Friday. Everyone all rush in, take everything off the shelf, and just leave people with nothing. I apologise for the uh, sirens as there again. This is all unscripted, unlive. Not, not unlive, but this is unscripted, unfiltered, uncensored, anything can go wrong you can, you can hear things in the background that you probably don't want to hear either but yeah so they put restrictions on things it's only three items per person so or two items per person 
and I go shopping for the first time, and I'm just like, what the fuck am I supposed to buy? There's, like, bugger all there. You try and order stuff on, on like, your, your shopping deliveries, and you try and book a delivery. Not available. Can you come and collect? Not available. Can you come and collect? Yes, because my nearest store is about 11 miles away. I don't drive. And, um, okay, cool. I'll see you in about three weeks. It, it was it was horrible. And then you had to go and wait outside. Ah, yes. The two meter waiting outside. A shopping. Uh, well, just for shopping. And it's a one-in, one-out system. And the, the best one was, um, I, w- I will mention this supermarket, Tesco. The Tesco around here. The first time I ever went in during lockdown. Jesus Christ. It was great fun. Because you, you couldn't cut through certain uh, certain certain aisles you had to follow an arrow system you had to make sure that the person in front was at least two meters in front of you you couldn't push past so when they stop you stop when they move you move off well fuck me i'm driving a car in traffic but i wasn't i was driving a trolley with a slightly wonky wheel i mean anyone experienced them so you're just going around, you're picking up all your stuff, and you want to, you want to buy, you know, certain certain things, and then you look at it and you just think, oh yeah, I'll buy a tin of, uh, oh wait, no, no tins of veg. Oh, I'll buy some bread. Oh wait, no, no bread. Eggs. <sighs> Fucking chickens have gone dry. Seriously, you could not get any eggs. You couldn't get any flour. You couldn't get any sugar. Um, there was also other things that you couldn't get as well, which um, a, a few others as well have noticed. So if you do have nightmare shopping trips, again, I want to hear from you. I want you on this podcast to talk to me about your experiences shopping during lockdown. Because it wasn't great, to be honest. And... Easter as well. There was lots of Easter eggs. So that was fun. Uh, but yeah, like some of the essentials. You, 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 you couldn't get. No matter where you went. No matter what supermarket you went to. You couldn't get that essential. And you like literally have to try. And so discreetly. Make your way to a small little corner shop. And make sure that there's no one else in there. And you see something that you want, and you gotta f- basically grab it before the next person get it, gets it. It's like, Psst, you got any roll? It's like, yeah, here, you know. And you think, Jesus, I I don't want to go wiping my ass with a towel or some magazines. I mean, I don't even read, but. <laughs> But it, it's, it was shocking. You know. You, you couldn't get wet wipes. You couldn't get nappies. You couldn't get like personal 
things for 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 women and again you know you you already probably sound like a scratch record but like people advertising them selling them for like stupid money it's just ridiculous and so we are going through the months of lockdown and by month number two i thought nah can't have this it's now starting to get to me a little bit i think we we started to come up with a quiz yeah, between my family uh each week or each every couple of days or so uh we'd create we create a quiz with family and we'd we'd take part in it and i'd actually get to see my family on a phone and i i felt i kind of felt relieved you know, seeing all their little faces for the first time in, like, over two months. Like, but physically, yeah, you know, I, I couldn't see them. But you really had to go by picture. Yeah. You know? uh, we were doing weekly quizzes, and it, was, and it was great. You know? And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And if you have family who like quizzes and you like talking to them on the phone, then, you know, if you're bored, then do that. Talk to your family. Do quizzes with them. Check in on them. Make sure that they're all right. Again, same, same with friends. If they're not having a good time right now, Especially like the past two and a half, near enough three months. If Ned, if they're not having a good time right now, check in on them. Ask if they're okay. You know. And then just, 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 just talk about crap. Just make them feel that they're that you're there for them. You know. And. I'm going to go into a dark subject now, and mainly, well, I wouldn't say mental health is a dark subject, but there have been times where mental health has got to me, and I don't really air out my mental health problems to anyone, but Again, this is a special podcast, because I am the first guest on this podcast, and I'm going to talk to you about my mental health through lockdown. So, I will say this now, what you're about to hear maybe a little bit maybe upsetting and a little bit unnerving so if you don't want to hear this i suggest you leave now 
otherwise here goes so mental health it is an ass kicker one day you'll be up and the next minute you're on the floor and you you don't know whether whether you want to get up or just just stay there and especially during times like this during lockdown where i've woken up i'm just like fuck this i i, I don't want to get up i just want to stay here in bed and do nothing you know have a look on facebook see what people are doing close facebook and just just lie there and do nothing it's not because I'm lazy it's because sometimes you need that strength within you to get up and do something and some days are harder than others some days you just stay in your pajamas all day and you do nothing some days you don't want to leave the house some days you don't want to eat some days you don't want to drink some days you just just want to sit there and do nothing and the past two and a half months especially during lockdown has been a bit of an ass kicker i'm not on antidepressants because personally i, I don't believe in them I've, I've done antidepressants and it just makes you feel numb um so coming up to my 30th birthday I have had some dark thoughts. I I thought about ending it all. I I thought about literally the night before my 30th birthday. I thought I can't do this. I'm sorry, I can't do this. And I think it, it all started before I turned 30 because I had a list. I know it sounds really stupid, but I had a list of things I wanted to do before I was 30. And some of them I'll get there, some of them. I've already completed and some of them are works in progress um but then I've now realized that the more you make a list it's it's not the more you make a list it's if you set an age to that list and you don't get to it then I thought well that's it that's me done you know, I've got to this age. I haven't done what I achieved. That's it. But now, these things do take time. And that's what I've learned over the past couple of months as well. You know, I've still got my whole life ahead of me. You know, I, I can now 
I don't have to set an age where I can go on holiday with my partner, you know, because I could do that anytime. There is no, I don't have to worry about having kids into my 30s because I don't have to set an age on it. I don't have to set an age limit, you know. Uh, getting married as well, I don't really have to set an age limit on that either, you know, because when it will happen, it will happen. Passing my test. Christ. Um, I should have done that ages ago, but again, I've done the theory side of things twice because obviously mine expired, so I had to pass it, and I passed it first time. Yay! But that was, like, last year. Again, it's all about in due time. These things take time. So if you've set yourself an age limit and you've set yourself goals that you want to do don't rush it don't rush it you know because that's when you start to see cracks and that's when things start getting to you and honestly felt like it was creeping up on me and I thought, just screw it. I've had enough. I'm going. I'm sorry. I love you all. But I didn't. I woke up the next morning. And I spoke to my my fiancé. And said to her, look, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you about my mental health. Because... It's been kicking my ass recently. And I, I, I spoke to her and I told her about all the things that's been bothering me. Um, I told her about the list as well that I wanted to do before I was 30. And I told her that, you know, I got to a stage where I wanted to end it all because I'm 30 years old and I didn't do everything that I wanted to do. And we, we had a cry. We, we sat down and had a cry for a bit. Yeah. And brushed ourselves off and whatever. And there are, I mean, there are still days now where things get to me. I'm just like, I can't, can't do this anymore. So, um, that, that's, that's mainly about mental health for me. Um, if, if you want to talk about your, your stories about mental health, then I'm here to fully support you, because you know, you're, you're not alone. You will never be alone. I will always have your back. If you need somebody to talk to, then, you know then please do talk to someone because if you don't it, it you know it's it'll be sad like for me to know that someone so close to me has gone because I wasn't there for them I didn't reach out to them yeah and but yeah if if you know someone or if you are someone who is 
that has mental health not issues or problems i mean i want to try and put it in a polite way without trying to offend anyone um, but if, if you are struggling the door is always open here you can find me on facebook drop me a message drop me an email um or i could even probably get you on not get you onto the show but if you want to talk mental health through lockdown on lockdown confessionals with me then by all means i would love to hear from you now i'm gonna wrap this up soon but i just want to go through a few things that we've spoken about and hopefully just remind ourselves of how lockdown has been treating us um i may have probably forgotten a few things already but the past two months or nearly three months you know we have seen many businesses closed pubs pubs clubs swimming pools uh tattooists uh hairdressers um you know and things are slowly getting back to to normal now you know we've got pubs opening for the 4th of july hairdressers are now opening from the 4th of july um shops and business some like non-essential shops and businesses have just opened up last week again they're all adhering to the to be to rule um public transport if you want to use public transport you've got to wear a face mask at all times no excuse um also i want to thank our key workers as well you know people who work in shops you know during these two to three months you know i'm, I'm sure it's been really hard for you guys having to deal with customers and i'm sure you've had stories about people being aggressive and rude you may have some nice ones as well um nhs workers care workers again i want to thank you so much for looking after all the ill people um that have come through during these times um also if anyone's had a baby this year i also want to thank the midwives or you should thank the midwives and the nurses who have taken care of you through through these times you know because i'm sure there's been a lot of a uh, lot of cases of covid in some hospitals and obviously the nurses and stuff are trying to make sure to protect people being exposed to them um emergency services police ambulance uh firefighters um again i want to thank you guys for obviously making sure that people are safe through these times of need um obviously you you've got your people delivering food to you so all you food delivery people especially now that things are back up and running again thank you for delivering food um, obviously there are some places around here that i can't get so all you lucky bastards who eat mcdonald's and burger king and stuff like that then yeah i'm slightly envious 
but again, thank them. Um, I want to thank you guys personally if you have been listening. Um, I also want to thank you guys for giving me a chance, giving me a listen, giving me um new hope to to listen and to tell you my side of lockdown and how things have been you know and i i can't i can't wait to have uh some guests on my show if you are interested uh please do send me a message um Again, I will share this on my Facebook page. Also, this will be going across other uh, podcast playlists as well. So, that's roughly about it for now, from what I can tell you personally. Next week, I will have my very first guest on the show. I don't know who it is, and you won't know who it is. But when we do the show, I will introduce you to the first guest. So that has been Lockdown Confessionals. I have been Steve Baker. Thank you ever so much for listening. Stay safe. Please wash your hands. Um, Obviously, do keep yourself two metres from everyone. Um, Don't be a dick. And enjoy the nice weather. And I will see you all soon. Thank you and goodbye.